Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Today, everyone, I've got Beck with me. Hi, Beck. Hello. <laughs> to kickstart today, we're going to play a little matchbox trivia called The Great Debate. No, we will not be debating personally because I value us both coming out of this one in one piece, but we'll be hearing your opinion on a range of crazy subject topics. Here we go. Fish are the most intelligent creatures on earth. No, we eat them. <laughs> they were intelligent. They wouldn't get caught and eaten. Mm. Pink should be the color for boys and blue the color for girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like having all of these feminism thoughts in my mind, but I really like pink, so no. <laughs> Everyone should get up an hour earlier to have a proper breakfast. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I like sleep. <laughs> they should just make proper breakfasts that are on the go. Yeah, yeah. Rather I agree. than having crap ones. Yeah. Beck has an awesome story about obedience to share with us today and some wise words. Before we start today, can you share a little bit of your testimony with us? My mum was a missionary. My dad used to smuggle Bibles into China. So it's kind of like, grew up in a Christian family, but it wasn't until grade 12 when I really gave my life to God. It really became my faith more than just my parents' faith. And I decided that I wanted Jesus to be my saviour for me, not just because it was what I always knew. So yeah, that was kind of how my journey to faith started. But I still wasn't really sure about what I wanted to do with my life. And it wasn't until after the year after I graduated when we were at Hillsong that I felt God tell me to start being more intentional with my volunteering at church, in particular with youth. From that, I then did a traineeship at youth and I just fell in love with ministry and with working in a church and with building God's church and just that sort of thing. And what are you doing now? So I am now a school chaplain, which is super exciting and also just being a youth leader and volunteering at church and stuff. You're going to talk to us about obedience today. Why do you think obedience is such an important topic in today's society? I think it's an important topic because it's not an easy thing to talk about. We hear all of these buzzwords that are so exciting and inspiring, but then you hear obedience and it's just like, oh, sick. It's kind of like an ugly word, but I think it's so important in today's society that we understand what obedience is and we have a good framework to thinking that it's not just a thousand rules that we have to follow to be Mm. a Christian, but it's actually just about surrendering our lives to God and doing all that we can with what he's given us. What is your personal experience with being obedient to God? So I have a story that kind of really is a good example of a time that I've had to be obedient to God. But before I tell you about that, it's kind of important that you know a little bit of a backstory and a bit more about me. I am slash was and I'm working hard not to be a chronic procrastinator. So I would up until recently leave everything to the last minute from assignments to sermons to absolutely everything. I didn't do it until the very last minute. So a little while ago, I was asked to preach at youth and in an absolute record for myself, I had completely finished my sermon 32 hours before I was supposed to preach. I was showing one of my pastors and asking him to read through it and just check that it was all okay and give me some critique and help me just add things and tie things in a bit better. And he says to me, Beck, that's awesome. Like, this is a great sermon. How many times have you practiced? And I was just like, oh, I 
haven't yet. And he was like, why not? Like, you have to practice. This is the mm. next step in you becoming a good preacher. And I was like, I hate practicing. Whenever I would go to practice, I would feel so awkward. I would just look at my notes and be like, this is the worst feeling in the whole world. I feel so uncomfortable just preaching to no one. I just hate this so much. And I can remember he really called me out on it. And he was just like, Beck, if you're serious about being a preacher, and if you really think that this is something that God has called you to, then you need to be obedient and you need to practice this. If you're not going to practice, you need to never preach again, because this is serious. This is a gift that God has given you. But if you're not going to steward it and be faithful and be obedient with it, then you shouldn't use it at all. And it was like, oh my goodness, that's really harsh, but so true. God has given me this gift to communicate with people and this dream to share his love. But if I'm not going to put in the hard yards and be obedient with what he's given me and practice that and get better and improve, then what's the point sort of thing? So I did, I practiced and in an even more record for myself, I practiced it six times before I preached, which was like amazing because Often the first time I would be reading through and speaking out my sermon would be when I was preaching it. So to go from that to six times practicing and then preaching was like, oh my goodness. And I didn't feel like a better preacher and I didn't feel like, oh my goodness, that flowed so much better and I was so much better because I practiced. But I knew that I had done everything that I could to be obedient to what God had given me. And then it was really interesting. Once that happened, all of these other opportunities opened up for me. Like I was asked to speak at our women's breakfast. I was asked to do this. And it was just like once I had been obedient with what God had given me and once I had been like, okay, like, this is so uncomfortable for me right now. I don't want to do this. But once I was obedient, it was like, okay, God, I'm going to do this because I know that this is what you want me to do. He just opened up all of these other doors for me, which was really cool. What is God's perspective on obedience? So there are so many verses in the Bible that talk about obeying God's commands. But I think possibly the most relevant one to this experience would be Luke 16 verse 10. And it basically says, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. Mm -hmm. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. This kind of thing is echoed all throughout the Bible from the parable of the man with the talents. There are so many times where the Bible talks about this example of if you're obedient with what God has trusted you with, he's going to give you so much more. But you first have to be faithful and obedient with what he's already given you. When you are finding it really hard to obey God, what inspires you or encourages you through those times? In this particular time, I think there was a couple factors. The first was that person in authority calling it out of me and being like, do this or don't do it ever again because there's no in-between. If you're going to honor God, honor God. And if not, then don't do this at all. And then the second thing was this deep inner conviction. I knew that this was just something that I had to do, that if I was serious about God and believed that this is something that he has called and equipped me for, then I had to take this next step in obedience and faithfulness. That was for that experience. But I think it's just knowing that this is something that I have to do. And that real inner kind of sense of, okay, I'm going to take a big breath and I'm just going to do it because even if I don't like it and even if it's a bit uncomfortable, I know that this is what God wants and that it's going to be so much better if I just do it. I guess too, that comes back to a relationship with him, like knowing yeah. that you actually called to it. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Before we finish today, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? 
Choosing obedience isn't always the most comfortable decision at the time, but it's by far always the better option in the long run. I don't know what it is for you, but whatever it is in your life that God has given you, be faithful in that, be obedient in that, and trust that even when it's difficult, even when it's a bit uncomfortable or maybe a bit awkward, you can trust him and you can trust that he has something so great in store for you. Obedience is always the better option for us, for God, and also for everyone else around us too. Thank you so much for chatting to us on today's podcast. It's great to be encouraged and inspired to choose obedience in what God is calling us to do. So thanks, Beck. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.